Do you dread tax time because you haven't saved enough for taxes? Are you totally confused and lost about your business finances? Do you worry that you'll never be able to retire or save for your kid's college education? If you bury your head in the sand because you think you'll never be a money person, I want to let you in on a huge secret. All you need to manage your private practice finances are a simple series of skills that you can learn. After all, you already did the hard work of graduating from college, becoming a therapist, and starting your private practice. Hi, I'm Lindsay Bonham. I'm a therapist turned money coach and the creator of Money Skills for Therapists. I've helped hundreds of therapists just like you develop peace of mind about their money. I invite you to watch my free masterclass where I teach my four-step framework to get your business finances totally in order. In the masterclass, I cover the three biggest mistakes that therapists make that keep them from getting clarity on their private practice finances, the secret that most accountants don't want you to know, and why working with your mindset and emotions is essential to changing your patterns with money. This masterclass is for therapists and health practitioners who are running or about to start a private practice. It is the first step in learning about my signature course, Money Skills for Therapists. Register today with the link in the show notes to take the first step to go from money confusion, anxiety, and shame to feeling clear and empowered about your money. I look forward to supporting you. It is a lot of work to run a group, like a lot of work. There's so many moving parts between all the admin that has to get done, managing other therapists and practitioners with their various personalities and their needs, insurance money not showing up, grumpy clients complaining to you about the services that they're getting, clinical notes not getting done. Sometimes it can feel like you're working harder than ever. And it's definitely not the passive income that you dreamt about when you started your group practice. Welcome to the Money Skills for Therapists podcast, where we answer this question, how can therapists and health practitioners go from money shame and confusion to feeling calm and confident about their finances and get money really working for them in both their private practice and their lives? I'm your host, Lindsay Bonham, therapist turned money coach and creator of the course Money Skills for Therapists. Hello, and welcome to our special mini podcast, Money Skills for Group Practice Owners. This podcast is appearing in my normal Money Skills for Therapists podcast feed, but the next few episodes that are coming out are going to be focusing on group practice only. Group practice owners, these next couple episodes are for you. We all know that solo practice finances uh, can be emotionally daunting. I mean, I built uh, Money Skills for Therapists on that premise and hundreds of therapists coming through the course and accessing our supports have definitely uh, proven that point over and over again. But there's a reason that group practice is even more difficult. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about why group practice feels so much harder than solo practice. First of all, let's start with what it's like to be a group practice owner from the dozens of group practice owners that I've talked to while I'm putting together this course. I know that you love being a group practice owner some days. When group practice is good, we all know that it's really, really good. You get to build something bigger than yourself. You can see it meeting the needs of your community filling a gap in what's available in your community by having folks working for you. They're offering specialized services that otherwise just wouldn't be available in the way that you folks are providing them. You get to make a bigger impact than you ever could by yourself. You get to feel proud when you think about all of the lives that are impacted every week by your team, which is way more people than you could reach on your own. You get to enjoy the community that you've built. You don't have to work alone anymore. You get to mentor other therapists and practitioners You get to have a team who share your vision and your values, and generally you just have colleagues so that you're not working alone anymore. That isolation uh, that is such a hard part of 
solo practice goes away in a certain sense when you have a group practice. Now you actually have people that you're working with all the time. You also get to wear different hats. You get variety. You get to be a leader, a mentor. You get to be an administrator if you want to. You can also hire that out, of course. And you don't have to be a full-time therapist anymore. You get to use diverse talents and enjoy that variety. Plus, you don't have to rely on seeing clients to get paid, which can get really tiresome. You have built something bigger than a one-on-one business by building your group practice. And you get to see the fruits of your labor and feel pride in all of that. But we also know that when it's bad, it's bad. Some days I know many, many, many group practice owners are unsure if they made the right decision by starting a group practice. It's heavy carrying the weight of not just paying your own paycheck, which can sometimes be stressful enough in solo practice, but having to pay a whole team. Uh, You might worry about money a lot. You might hold your breath when you go to run payroll, kind of that white knuckled experience of being unsure if the money's going to be there. It is a lot of work to run a group, like a lot of work. There's so many moving parts between all the admin that has to get done, managing other therapists and practitioners with their various personalities and their needs, uh, having to chase people and put out fires like insurance money not showing up, grumpy clients complaining to you about you know the services that they're getting. Clinical notes are not getting done. Sometimes it can feel like you're working harder than ever. And it's definitely not the passive income that you dreamt about when you started your group practice. A note about passive income in general, that's a term that I wish that we would just kind of cancel. If we could just take a vote on that uh, and get rid of that term. But we do know that group practice is scalable. you know. And when we build something bigger than ourselves, we imagine it getting easier. And yet group practice can actually end up feeling a lot harder than solo practice. Also, and I've heard this over and over and over again, the revolving door of employees is exhausting. I've seen this with my own group practice owning friends uh, when they have a therapist leave, but it can really feel like just when everything is going well, when everything's coming together, you have a cohesive team, the money is working, you get a resignation letter or two, and your stomach just drops thinking about that big hit to your revenue, all the resources that you spent on these therapists going down the drain, all of the time and energy it's going to take to find and train someone new, not to mention actually filling their caseload after that. It's also hard to take an actual break and set boundaries around your work. Sometimes your practice and your personal life can feel all bound up together. You think about your business all the time. You find yourself working evenings and weekends. You can't imagine being able to take a vacation and really walk away from it because you know that something would come up and you'd have to jump back into your group. Your business is deeply part of you, and that can be lovely, but also sometimes it's a bit much. And finally, to top it all off, and on your worst days, this can really feel like insult to injury. For all of this work you're doing, you are definitely not being paid like a boss or CEO. You might still be relying on your own client income in order to be paid well, or you might be getting paid last and making even less money than you used to make when you worked full-time in client-facing work. Either way, when you think about all the work you do and the hours you put in, you shudder to think of how much you're being paid an hour to run your group practice. These are numbers you'd rather not know. And I will say I've met several group practice owners where the answer to that is actually zero. They're not being paid at all. So uh, they're being paid from the client income that they're generating, but they're not actually getting paid for all of that other work that we just talked about. Basically, they're doing that in a volunteer role functionally. And the ups and downs of group practice, like those days that you feel good and proud and everything's amazing. And then the resignation letter and the tight money and the like exhaustion, they can just come one after another. 
The good moments and the good days can be immediately followed by something bad happening. Your practice can often feel like an emotional and financial roller coaster, which is not at all what you were going for when you set out building it. So I think many of us can agree, but maybe not all of us, that roller coasters are fun for an afternoon once or twice a year, but they're not for your business and livelihood. I personally enjoy centrifugal force rides, which is a bit of a controversial opinion. The rides that spin you and, you know, like use the force. So flying saucers were on the outside, spinning cups, that kind of thing. And that is fun for a little bit, but I definitely wouldn't want to do that for more than like mm, two hours once a year. Rather than a roller coaster, what you're looking for your group practice would be more like a luxury train car, if we want to keep going with the vehicle metaphors. A train car rolling steadily along the tracks, confidently headed to all the right places at the right pace, and also with a nice dining car and fancy drinks and snacks, obviously. I know that you want to feel a sense of stability and safety in your group practice, knowing that the money's going to be there. You want to feel proud of running a group that really reflects your values, takes care of your team members, and has a positive lasting impact on your community. You want to feel less like you're playing a game of whack-a-mole all the time, moving from one crisis to the next, and more like you're competently steering your group practice ship, weathering the natural ebbs and flows of business, including therapist resignations, with confidence and with ease. You want to be the empowered CEO of your group practice with the confidence and the paycheck to reflect the leadership and the vision that you're bringing to the table every day. This practice was born out of your brilliance and your vision, and I want you to really connect with that. This It wouldn't be here if not for you dreaming it and making it happen. And you want to enjoy that rather than dipping in and out of owner's remorse. And you can have all of this by strategically setting up your group practice finances so that your practice is healthy and sustainable and allows you and your team to thrive. When you started a group practice, you stepped into a higher level of business complexity than you had when you were a solo practitioner. There are so many moving parts that will make or break the financial health of your group practice. But so often those decisions that you make on the fly while you're building your group are the key elements that end up determining if your practice finances work or if they don't. I like to think of a group practice like a machine, and it's one that you've built, but you might not have realized all the different parts and how they worked when you were building it. All the moving parts of a group practice come together to shape the end results. How much money will be there at the end of the month, how much you and your team can get paid, whether you can afford employee benefits to take care of and retain your team, whether you can save up for your group practice visions and dreams. You've built your practice in a certain way, and it's going to give you certain financial results because of that. Things like the fees you set for your therapist sessions, your income splits or wages that you've set up with them the operating expenses that you've taken on, your admin team wages, your client policies and how well they're enforced, your training policies, the benefits that you offer. All of these things come together to create financial results. And if you're like most group practice owners, you don't fully understand that machine yet or how to fix it to make it give you the results that you want. In fact, if you've set your machine up wrong, no matter how many clients your therapists see, you will never have the financial stability that you're looking for which I know is like, ugh. This is why, despite what we tend to think and the solution that group practice owners tend to go for when they're thinking about this problem, hiring more therapists is not the solution. It's easy to just think, and I've seen group practice owners do this time and time again, I'll just hire a couple more therapists and then everything's going to be okay. And it might be true in your case, but also unless you know that you've set your numbers up so your practice is actually designed to work and designed to be profitable for you and have money going to all the right places, then you're actually just guessing at what the solution is. 
it's our tendency, and we've talked about this many times on the Money Skills for Therapy podcast, it's our tendency to always think that more is better. But having taught finances to hundreds of therapists now, I can tell you that more is more. But when we don't have our business set up properly, more money coming in the door doesn't mean it's going to stick around or do what you need it to do for you. You need to fix your machine for that to happen. The good news is your machine is totally fixable and you can learn how to make it into a financially stable practice that pays you well, that practice that you were dreaming of when you started out. And I would love to help you do that. Money Skills for Group Practice Owners is about taking you from feeling like an overworked, stressed, underpaid group practice owner to being the confident and empowered financial leader of your group practice. The application window is open right now for Money Skills for Group Practice Owners for our January 2024 cohort. If you are hearing this, it means that this is your chance to apply to join me in January to work together for six months to help you become the empowered financial leader of your group practice. Click on the link in the show notes to learn more and to apply today. Thanks for listening today.